Quick Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast and web series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Join me on the podcast tonight. Wake up, on Pods and Pans. And our special guest. Sir Stephen Wilson. Hello, Sir Stephen Wilson. How are you? I'm well, thank you. It's wonderful to have you here on the show tonight, Ginge. Thanks very much. I appreciate that. Not you. Um, it's always lovely when we have a special guest in Mother here in the podcast fucker. recording studio. Mm. And, uh, of course, we are going to... It's a special podcast because we've got to go to the movies again. Uh, well, Ginge, actually. You're fucking forgetting about me all the time. Thanks very much, Muchy. <laughs> anyway, our buddy uh, Ginge managed to come along and watch the movie with us, Steve, because normally you and I get to go along and, and watch things together. And Ginge yeah, and we just he, don't invite... Oh, I mean, oh, I mean he's, already, he's always working. That's I'm like, shut up, dude. I told you not to tell him that we forget about I, him. I fucking knew it. I'm bad at this. I knew it. We went to see X-Men Days of Future Past. And I'll yes. tell you what, I was a bit sceptical going into it. Like, I've seen the trailers. And I thought, yeah, looks good, but I'm worried they're going to try and cram too much in. It's going to get convoluted. And your average punter's going to walk out going, what the fuck? I was wrong. Yes. It was good. At no point did I ever get confused with the story or what time zone we were in, you know, whether like in the future the, in the past. In the future or past. No, they, they treated it quite well. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, well cut. Some new characters you haven't seen in X-Men movies before, like uh, Warpath. We also had Blink. Yeah. Um, Quicksilver was my favourite. Quicksilver was cool. Um, uh, Bishop. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Bishop in there. He was, Bishop he was, was cool. He was gun cool. and everything was... Yeah. I, th- I thought it was Thunderbird at, at the beginning of it, and then they said his name was Warpath. Warpath, yeah. Yeah, okay. But, um, you know, once again, Hugh Jackman is kind of the, the centre point of the film. So, um, so yeah. vain a lot. Oh, how, Does, how cool. Doesn't that mean that he's that he's on steroids? Doesn't that? Isn't I that think it a, just a means sh- he's getting old. Actually, oh okay, yeah. Uh, a friend of mine in the medical community tells me this that okay. yeah, well, when you're that old and you start really bulking up, yeah, you pop some veins. It was okay. freaky to see those veins like they were bulging on his yeah. arms and stuff yeah. like yeah. that up on his shoulders. And, but then anyway. the, and then there was a few scenes where they did flashbacks to what he looked like in. The original X Men movie, <laughs> and he wasn't as buff as he is now. No, you know, so no. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, um, he's just Hugh Jackman nails it for me. Absolutely yeah. nails it. Yeah. Yep, he's Wolverine. I absolutely love the movie. I'd, I'd probably yeah. There, there was no time where I thought it, it sort of lagged. You were you were saying I, that you um, thought it... I, I, I thought uh, there was a couple of little moments that were a bit dragged out for me. Yeah. Steve, you you were feeling a little bit the same? Yeah, I, it's hard to nail down exactly. I think some of the moments. With uh, Charles having his like seventies, sev- Charles having his bit of a sook. struggles and stuff. Played, but by the way, was, played was well by James McAvoy. Oh, he's yeah. excellent. Yeah. He's good, and um, I love. I think it's one of the best bits of casting I've seen in years. Michael Fassbender, Fassbender as, man, yeah. as, um, as uh, Magneto, Magneto, young Magneto. I, I think out of the the, the, the X Men franchise, Jackman is definitely hands down the best casting. But yeah, uh, both Magnetos and both. Xavier's uh, just perfect. And then I, I was paying particular attention in the scene where uh, Xavier Old and Xavier Young were talking to each other face to face. Yeah, yeah. And you always have the problem whenever you do that in movies when the 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 two actors look completely different. Yeah, yeah. But when you looked at it, their nose, their eyebrows, yeah. their mouths have that the shape distinct of his look. skull. Yeah, the distinct <laughs> look. A very, very Are you close. saying James McAvoy was like an illegitimate child? Of, I'm, I'm, um, I'm just saying that, uh, like, like, like movies like that, <laughs> and, then, and then like in movies where they're supposed to be siblings, you know, and they look completely different. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? Well, they look completely different to my siblings. What are you on about, Jim? <laughs> completely different. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I gave the film a four out of five. Solid four out of five. 
Ginge? Uh, four and a half out of five. Four and I, a half? I, I, what I really liked about it is that it had a very epic scope. It felt very epic. Hang on, let's... let's uh, shall we do a... Spoiler alert! So just a small spoiler alert. Um, it, there's a bit in it where Magneto takes the stadium yes. uh, there in Washington, yeah. places it around the White House yep, yep. so that he's got a one-on-one with, like, essentially the president and Trask and everyone else. Because played by Peter Dinklage, by the way. Yeah. Trask. He's, um, he's a great he's actor. He's a great actor. He? Fantastic actor. And the guy playing Nixon did an amazing job. Yeah, he did. I don't and know he, looked, he looks but just like that's Nixon. Nixons have generally been quite good in films. Yeah. That, that is, um, that, that's the epic scope you're talking about where he lifts yeah. a whole stadium rips it from the yep, ground yep. and drops it around yeah. the White House. Yep, it's, just, yep. it's fantastic. Full-on powered Magneto. Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah it, it, there, there's been a lot of movies recently where I felt like they they had the potential to be very epic. The big kick-ass hell yeah, yeah moment in yeah. a film. And you're like, oh, that kind of felt like everything was just shot in a soundstage. Can I just say, though, this is, uh, this is one thing that, that kind of... I'm not a fan of the chick who plays Mystique. What's her name? Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. I'm really? not that big a fan. What's wrong with you, man? No, I don't know. I'm just not that big a fan. And honestly, <laughs> okay. I... You, you haven't been a fan of her since your missus took your balls. I'm just, I'm and just put not, her, and put them in a jar beside her bed. No, I've, I'll be honest. I'll go on record. I've never found her that attractive. Really? Yeah, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Is, I've never found her that attractive. I actually, wow. honestly, I think Rebecca. What's her name? Rebecca Romain did a better job uh, yeah, back but, in the early years. But, she, but she, she couldn't have come back. No, no. But still, I'm just saying. I think she did a better job back in the day. I think she was better cast. Okay. Is she Rebecca Romain Stamos. No, not she, anymore. No, not, uh, they divorced. <laughs> they divorced. They she just re- Rebecca Romain. He uh-huh. and old old, old uh, Johnny Stamos, Stamos mm-hmm. bought bought the uh, the original D from the Disney sign to give to her as like <laughs> gave her the D because he's a no 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 as 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 a wedding uh, anniversary present right right because he's a huge Disney fan right uh, I think a week before he gave it to her she filed for divorce. So it sits at his house as a reminder <laughs> to the big D. Also, oh, so he didn't actually give it to her then. He ha- no, he didn't give her the before. D. Apparently, it happened. What a great little piece of sidetrack um, pop culture history there. That is, that's fantastic. But anyway, back to X Men: Days of Future Past. Do yourself a favour, head along, check it out Loved yourself. It. Make sure you stay for the yes. end of the credits. Do we? Yeah, I was really. This is, to... We're going to talk about it. Hang on, here's another spoiler alert. Because we've got to mention this. Now, mm. I, I'm, I'm not a big X-Men reader in the comics or anything. Steve, I think you've read a hell of a lot more than I have. No, probably. see, that's where you're wrong. I was saying last night. What did you had? Probably where I got most of my X-Men knowledge from, apart from Wolverine. Because Wolverine's really the only guy I was really into that got me into X-Men. The cartoons? <clears throat> the cartoons, man. Those, yeah. the, the 80s? Early 90s? Uh, 90s, mate. Early 90s. 90s. Um, they, from what I've read from, yeah, from, from like, what was that back in the day, like Marvel Universe? So, you know, those ones you got in the binders, you could buy them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from stuff that I got off those, it seemed to really link up pretty well with what they did in the cartoon. And I guess getting to the spoiler now. Spoiler alert! Apocalypse. Yeah. At the end of the credits, oh, this is the credits. Like, tune out now if you want to. Um, if you don't want to know about this, this is a, a big spoiler. At Skip the end of the, about a minute. Uh, yeah. At the end of the credits, but stay for the uh, stay yeah, for the, the end. The camera folks, there's a hooded figure, pale, uh, skinny hooded figure, and Co- there's kind of a little bit of blue uh, blue hue to his skin. blue lips, his grey skin. Uh, person skin. Anyway, there's all these slaves, uh, Egyptian slaves down there, you know, chanting and all that in front of them. And here's the pyramids being built, you know, f- 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 Except like, like, floating, <laughs> floating in midair, right? 
and this person, this hooded person, is building, the, like controlling this, and then the camera pans around, and you see the four horsemen on a hill just beside, uh-huh. yep, yep. right? And then the camera comes right around, and you see the face. It's a chick. Apocalypse is a or, chick. It, it, do you, I thought it was a boy. It was, it was a very um, almost uh, no, a crying no, game no. type 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 no, scenario. It, it's a boy. It's a boy. It's that's it's him as a child. It's I, him I might as want to go and get your eyes tested because um, other people I've talked to have seen the film. Um, Were there boobs? Hey, it's a chick. I'm pretty sure this is a crying game type scenario. I think it's almost a character like, where you can't quite tell. And, androgynous. Whether the, yeah, whether the character is male or well, female. It, lo- it looks like a teenage weird. girl. I, um, okay. Well, well teenage... Well, I hope for your sake that it is, otherwise you're going to sound pretty silly. Well, anyway. I might be wrong. I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Can I just say... I'd had, I, some, I'd had some fucking horrible pods that the Gingermeister here had oh, bought. Oh, they were amazing. They, no, they were shit. They, we had a bad packet of pods. You, got, you got a bad batch of pods. I, I seriously reckon I might have been high as a kite off these bad batch of pods. Oh, man. Don't but, touch the blue I'm pods. Down, I'm not the only one. I've had a couple of customers say to me, uh, I thought Apocalypse was a dude. Do I, and, and to be honest, teenage girls have bigger boobs than this character did. Yeah. I, That's I, why I didn't get... Well, we might be dude. wrong, but I'm not the only one. I, I, I've I'm had thinking, a, dude. It's, we could be, well, maybe it's misleading. Also, other people have asked Apocalypse me today. Is Customers a dude, have right? asked me. I know, po- hey? Apocalypse, Apocalypse is a dude. I know he's a dude, but uh, is this Marvel changing things up? No. Nah. To me, it looked like the character was very emaciated. Yeah. Almost. From, um, v- well, tell you very, what, very go watch thin. the film, stay to the end of the credits, and you tell us what you think. As I said, I've had a number yeah. of customers say the same thing. They thought and it was the, a chick. And the, and the big thing, the the sort of the mouth tattooing, the, the yeah, sort of, oh yeah, that that wasn't really present. No, from what I could see, I think that's something that comes later. I, yeah. I, like I said, I don't know enough. I only know adult apocalypse. But yeah. from what I read today, and actually, I was talking to Todd about trying to get a hold of these comics. Mm. Um, mm. Apparently they, they did do a series, uh, was it Rise of Apocalypse or mm-hmm. something like that? And apparently it is him when he's he's he, he's Young. a boy and he's yep. in Egypt and um, there's some weird pharaoh who might be a mutant or an alien or something and pretty much enslaves him. And, Don't forget, yeah. though, that um, this you know, X, X-Men are handled by Fox. Yes. Okay, now Fox have just turned around and have totally changed the whole casting thing with, uh, you know... Yeah, but they we haven't know made Wolverine Fanta- a girl. No, but with Fantastic <laughs> Four, you know, you've, you've, they've changed um, j- uh, race yeah. uh, for Johnny Storm and, and Sue Storm's, uh, especially their, their uh, father. He's, he's an African-American actor as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not, they're not uh, adverse to changing things. Maybe no. this is Marvel, uh, well, Fox, not Marvel, uh, having a crack at changing going, let's make a strong female... Villains turn a villain into a strong female villain instead of a male villain. Ten bucks says he's a boy. Well, I'm just saying. I'm, 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 <laughs> no, I'm not going to argue with. I'm just saying. I thought it was a girl. My my, my there, lovely lass thought it was a girl. Okay. And there was Customers a thought it was a girl. All right, I I, I that did not. Otherwise, it's a very androgynous. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the crying okay. game, and at the and when. X-Men Apocalypse comes out, you're going to be in the shower scrubbing your mouth out, <laughs> screaming, why, Ironhorn? Why? Ironhorn is Frinkle. <laughs> Frinkle is Ironhorn. Go along, check it on out, and tell us what you think on the Facebook page. This week, the big news, the sidekicks have already spoken about it. Sidekick, but I, we I, need, I actually we made a cameo on the, one of the latest sidekicks where Brendan interviewed me yeah. uh, while he was in town. What kind of thoughts. interviewer is he? Um, I'm not going to say on, on, on record because I'll be shot. Would the, uh, would the word 
piss poor? No, be, be exactly. not, you know what? You're a mean. You're a meaning to the sidekicks. They yeah. do a great job, the sidekicks, and yeah. you're a little bit mean to them sometimes. So okay. I, got, I got to play mother hen and, and and tell them how good they are sometimes. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what, it's fucking. Are you making hen noises? It's fucking difficult some days because you know what? Sometimes you do want to boot them up the ass and go. Um, your podcasts are running long. Um, but anyway, I let them. I Not like yours, hey? <laughs> like ours. You have, yeah, but we're allowed to. We started this shit. See, see, it's all it's all right, Steve, because everything else about us is very long. Yeah. So we don't we don't need to. Uh, it is. We, we don't we don't need to we don't need to compensate for anything because uh, yeah. In fact, you John had to pay compensation because of it. <laughs> Why do you think I drive a small car? <laughs> I was just about to say we could release like thirty second podcasts. That that that's how uh, how good our. Uh, Oral uh, skills potency. Oral. Oral, oral skills. skills oral, not oral. <laughs> then again. Um, anyway. Column A, getting, column B. Getting back to it. Batfleck. Okay, yeah. so they released the, um, they released the shot uh, of him standing beside the Batmobile and it was, of course, monotone. Mon- monochromatic, sorry, I should say. Mono. Black, we, we, for, Mono. For, for, for those po- people out there, that means black and white. Anyway, um, so everyone thought, okay, uh, uh, even when they tidied Does that the that mean image, the movie's going to be in black and white? No, when they tidied the image up, uh, they said, oh, okay, so he's wearing very dark grey and black. Kevin Smith has now come out and gone, no, no actually, it is coloured. He's saying oh, it is yeah. grey and blue. Yeah. Now, we saw some colour. We thought that people just colouring it on the net um, themselves, and they look really good yeah. with the blue and the grey. And we oh, thought, oh, no, now, it's not going to happen. I can do that. Now, yeah, you can, because you're talented. Now, now, can we just stop there? Now, is the cape blue and the suit grey, or is it reversed? No. With the, with the no, cape it's the cape, grey, the cape and cowl. Of Tonally... Yeah, the cape, cowl, gloves are a dark, are darker muted than the blue. But I was looking today, yeah, and I reckon it, it's got very much got the Capullo, uh, the seams, line, in it. seams, right? Yes, yes. And I reckon I don't know if it's just the lighting, but down his shoulders, there's one seam. It, it, I'm wondering even if there's like two tone, yeah, like even some blue on the shoulders. Who knows? But but now we know it's coloured, and apparently Kevin Smith and- has also hinted at the fact. That may only be one Batmobile that you'll see in the film. There can and be also multiple Batmobiles. Maybe one of only Bat suits, you mean? Multiple Bat suits as well. Multiple Bat suits and also and multiple Batmobiles. And multiple Batmobiles is oh, what he's saying. Yes. Well, obviously, obviously, he's got to he's got to destroy this Batmobile that you see, mm. and then acquire the eighty nine Batmobile yeah. for, <laughs> for, for it to work in continuity. I mean, I don't know what people are talking about. But actually, this just leads me to point. I, I did hear something the other day. Uh, where there was speculation that the one of the Batmobiles in design was based more along the lines of the animated series Batmobile, yeah. nice, sleek and long. Now, and then th- this shot Much coming like out, th- this shot coming out the other week that Zack Snyder released, and everyone's going, "Oh, it's a bit of a mix of the '89 Batmobile and the Tumbler." Yeah. It's like a like a middle ground, and everyone's going, "Oh, okay, that's a bit different to what we'd originally been he- heard well, that her, it was going to be hearing whispers of." Yeah. More along the lines of the animated Batmobile. What if, if Kevin Smith's right, yep. what if he's got multiple Batmobiles and one of them looks a bit like the animated yeah, series Batmobile? Could, that, which would be, fucking suit me down to the yeah, ground. I've always loved in the comics where you see the shots in the Batcave and there's just like all Multi- these different yeah, Batmobiles. Yeah. And, and yeah. I've got to say, um, <laughs> I've had customers uh, asking me to, to Google the pics this week and have a look. 
How fucking ripped is Ben Affleck? How pumped is yeah, Ben Affleck? Pure Affleck. It, seriously, like the guy needs to stop soon because he's going <laughs> to topple out. Like he is so chest heavy. Like the top part of him. Uh, is yeah, it's hard. It's hard to big. see his quads in that one. The, the, yeah. the women would be out there hoping that uh, the Batman and Wolverine have a, a, a fight with their shirts off. <laughs> um, there's probably a bunch of guys thinking can, that. Can I just dish. quickly go back to the Batmobile? There was whispers I heard this week that the Batwing somehow comes. Out of that Batmobile, mm-hmm. I don't want to see that where it lifts off the chassis yeah, or something. I'm, like, yeah. I'm not but into the transforming. No, 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 no. And I, it's it's almost like this Batmobile that they released looks almost like Batman is going in the Dakar Rally. Yeah, yeah, it's, the it's Dakar buggy. Rally, it's, it's, which it's, I think is a great thing. It's, it's, <laughs> it's good. It looks like it's a proper full-on four-wheel drive, like you say, a rally, yeah, uh, yeah, desert I rally. Think, yeah. Bit, yeah, it, and I last love time the I cockpit looked, look. It looks like an SR seventy one Blackbird. And yeah. the last thing, last time I checked, uh, Gotham wasn't a desert environment. No, it's not. It's uh, but anyway, look, I I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, San Diego Comic Con's not that far off. Already, we've seen a picture of Gal Gadot um, in her street clothes as as Diana. Um, we haven't seen her in the costume as Wonder Woman yet, mm. but I'm assuming, and this is only assumption. That we will see some more info coming out at uh, San Diego Comic Con. You would have to think. And so. I'm thinking a shot of all three of them in the costumes, maybe. Uh, but we have got a name. It's, it's Batman versus Superman. Was it Dawn, Dawn of Justice? Dawn of Justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is obviously that's a nod right there to a future Justice League fl- right. flick coming out after it. Yep. Um, but that's my my prediction is that we're going to see because you're not going to get a trail or anything like that. It's well, about, I, like, I, I reckon ne- we, next year's San Diego. So San Diego 2015. Yep. Yep. There'll be a trail. They'll launch a big trail or something for it then, but not this year. This year I'm thinking you might see a like a pick. I, I, no, I reckon you'll probably get to see a teaser. You'll get to see something. You'll see, like, shots put together as, a, ver- as a very, yeah. very brief teaser. Almost like... Uh, They've the only origi- been shooting for, like, a, a week already. That's Yeah, but what I'm saying is it, it'll be a very brief sort of teaser trailer, I reckon, mm-hmm. that they put together. Something very, very quick. I don't quick. think they will. Let's make a bet on it. You and me, big fella. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think they're going to go, that, like, that far into a teaser trailer. I yeah? Say, let's have a little bet, you and I. Let's make it five bucks. What five do you reckon? Bucks? All right. Shake on it across the podcast. Uh, there we go. So, so at, the moment, at the moment, Todd's probably going to lose $15 given that he thinks that Apocalypse is a chick. <laughs> it's not just me. I'm saying, once again, there's a lot of people who have said to me they thought it was a chick. Einhorn is Apocalypse. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Apocalypse. Moving along to TV news. Now, I know it's probably a little bit behind the eight ball, but uh, I just want to quickly make mention of the fact that uh, Carl Urban's um, what would you call it? Like a futuristic sci-fi type show, oh, almost yes. human. Uh, got canned. Yeah, that's there sad. you go. That's the the one I I, I put. It was a little bit like RoboCop to me. I thought it was RoboCop to the, like a TV series. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it got cancelled. And also, um, for fans of Community, they're outraged. Community got cancelled. Mm. I think fans of Community should have been outraged that season five sucked so hard. Did I, I gave up actually uh, halfway through season? Yeah, four. honestly. Luckily, Mikhail is do it, still doing the uh, the soup, so he'll still is he have a still job. still doing that, is he? Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty is sure he? he's still doing it. Okay, fair enough. Um, I like him, actually, John Mikhail. I think he's pretty cool. But there you go. There's And rumours, there's more on the chopping block. There are more shows yet mm. to be canned. Things aren't good for TV, especially in the US. They're not getting a long run. You've, you've got literally uh, half, an, half a season's worth of episodes, in some cases, to prove yourself, or they just... 
Gotcha. And it's, mm. it, yeah, with all these these sh- uh, new comic shows coming out, you wonder how many are going to last. Yeah, you know how many will last. Tell you a show I uh, finished watching season two of the other day, mm. House of Cards. Now it's a Netflix original series starring Kevin Spacey, yep, and Robin yep, Wright. Um, well, I tell you what, he plays a manipulative, scheming um, a congressman, U.S. congressman, and he fucking does it so well. So he starts out as like the the whip, majority whip, in Congress, and he has got his sights on vice president. And spoiler alert! By the end of season one, he's become vice president. That's not good enough for him. Huh. Season two, he has his eyes on ousting the president. So he's scheming behind the scenes. And he's trying to, mm-hmm. you know, he puts on the whole pleasant face-to-face kind of like, I am in your corner, Mr. President. Yeah. You know, because he's a southern congressman. So he's got that kind of, imagine Kevin Spacey doing this awesome southern oh, accent. Oh, I am. And um, and then, like, behind the scenes, as soon as he walks out the door, let's fucking nail him. Let's get the dirt on him and this, yeah. that, and the other thing. It is just phenomenal. It's an addictive show. You love it. I love it. And I tell, they've announced, apparently, a season three. So I'd like to see where they're going to... I think they could have ended at season two, because perfect. He's gotten... You know, Spoiler alert! He's gotten the presidency. He's become president what's of the United next? States. What's yeah, what next? What's next? What happens next? Do you see him? Because it's called House of Cards. Do we see the House of Cards fall? Does he you know, like make a spectacular misstep and, and tumble or something like that? But anyway, do yourself a favour. Pop along. Check it out. Netflix. It is on DVD season one. Season two's not, but you can get it through nefarious means. <laughs> and um, yeah, and rumour is also, guys, this will put a smile on your dial. Rumour is Netflix is still looking at uh, a move into Australia. Cool. Um, but there could be a few hurdles. Cause I think you're going to find the big uh, multimedia moguls here in Australia mm, are trying to hold off um, letting this this come in. And I think they're trying to sew up deals. It's inevitable. It's it's inevitable. It will come <laughs> in, but whether we will get all the shows is another thing. It, Netflix it, could kick off, but some of these other companies may sign up exclusive deals, much like Foxtel with um, HBO for Game of Thrones. Mm. You might see some of the big rating um, shows on Netflix will get signed up exclusively to, to like the likes of Foxtel right. and then, and then when, 9 or 10 or whatever. And, and because you're, you're hooked up through the internet, they'll be able to access where you are within the world and mm-hmm. go, oh, hang on, you're in Australia. Oh, no, we don't have the license to, uh, to stream well, those whether, television shows I to you. don't know whether you've mm-hmm. noticed. Um, you know, with the Hulu Unblocker that we've been playing mm-hmm. around with, have yep. you noticed? And it's not, uh, I've still been talking to a few other people who've been using it as well, IT people. Okay. Um, it's gotten harder lately. Oh, shit. We're in trouble. Yeah, they are. They're onto us. Uh, it's <laughs> gotten harder quick, lately man. for the Unblocker to work. Oh, okay. It only works for a shorter amount of time, and um, there's some shows that you used to be able to watch. It won't unblock oh, for you. Don't, so don't it, tell me that. No, I think, look, honestly, it's it's well, it's getting tougher. It's uh, a cat and, and mouse th- game, though. It is at the moment, but Hulu seems to have cracked down and seems to recognise that uh, Aussies are uh, cheating and they're trying to put a stop to it. Well, uh, we are a nation of convicts. <laughs> so. we're, we're only doing what our ancestors said was, was right to do. While we're talking uh, web-exclusive television, uh, you know, obviously the budget, we don't want to get in politics on the podcast, no. but um, ABC here in Australia has come out and said, all right, we have have to make a reduction of $100 million over the next five years. What they're saying is we're going to stop transmitting some of we the ABC look, stations. Look at, yeah. mm-hmm. and we're going to look at only having one ABC channel that that, uh, that is free to air on your television. Yeah. The rest are streamed through the internet and they cited BBC Three don't who they, have done like, that themselves already. Don't you kind of already similarly have that with uh, ABC iView? Where you I, can go back and watch stuff? Yeah. I, yeah, that, that, but the, that, I'll be honest with you, the quality on my computer and, and is that, not good. Oh, 
well, uh, your net must be a bit slow because you can change it up to a higher quality. Can you? Yeah. Okay, because I, I just I, the few times I've watched it, um, I found some programs the quality is not as good on the on the net. We'll, we'll check your settings because you can actually make it. I don't know quality. how to work that shit. That's what I've got you for. You're uh-huh. the tech guru. You need more pixels. What? I need <laughs> <laughs> pixies or pixels. And what, and what the BBC Three have actually said is that they are saving ninety one million dollars a year. How much? Ninety one million a year just streaming. That's so that's, BBC Three. That's on dropping the one channel. That's and one saving channel. them that much. Now, would that mean? But what I'm asking is, does that mean that BBC can now take from that 91 million and uh, generate new original content for the channels? That? Would you think that? But for the ABC, if they've now got to have a reduction of a hundred million dollars. That means they'll just they'll just get rid they'll of lose, they'll lose that money. They'll they'll that money that will money be allocated to yeah. some other like the government will not allocate yeah. them that money. That's right. It's kind of sad. I'd like I'd love to see some great Australian um, productions. You know, like, but the, for TV. I don't know, I'll be honest. Um, it might sound a bit harsh. We're producing crap. Our shows here in Australia at the moment. I mean, yes, we're getting a lot of reality programs that are locally made. That's because they're so fucking cheap. That's right. Uh, local drama is a joke in this country, like Australian drama. It's I haven't watched a lot, but a couple of ABC ones, um, that rake yeah. wasn't that, too but, bad, okay. which that, the Americans have picked up and making their own. Yeah. Let me clarify. I'm not saying that the... the uh, I'm not saying this just about ABC. I'm saying in general. In general, yeah. By like 9, 7, 10, yep. Southern Cross 10, whatever you want to call it, those stations or channels are not producing great Australian drama or like we haven't got any decent how can we can't make an Australian sci-fi series or something like that why can't we do something where there's uh, androids and all that you know what I mean like we just get the same old basic oh it's a hospital drama oh it's a cop drama that's all we fucking... I, th- I think it's because it's safe. It's do you remember, safe do you remember the good days? Lowest fucking, common This might show our age a bit. Do you remember the good old days when we had shows like um, Water Rats? Which is a cop show. Yeah, yes. but I'm saying, but uh, what was the other one? Stingers. Stingers? <laughs> Which was, was a cop, cop show. show. I, know, I'm fa- I know. What I'm saying is, though, <laughs> the quality, the production quality on those were actually pretty fucking good for, by most standards. Then they, they dropped off. And then, uh, once again, that's all we got was cop shows, fucking medical shows. Um, I, why can't we use that kind of production level and do a sci-fi show or a fucking... Why, why not our own crack at a superhero show? Because it's a risk. I, but that's what I, I, I know. I understand this. It's a risk today. But if these companies aren't willing to put money into it, what are we going to... Are we just going to be seeing reality TV? Yeah, what Todd's saying is we need another Ocean Girl. We yeah. need another Ocean Girl television series. <laughs> no, actually, you know what? My our, Secret Valley. Our My chil- Secret Valley. Our yes. children's shows Spider back in McGlurk. the 90s yep. are better than a lot of the fucking Spellbinder. Australian drama made today. Spellbinder. Yeah. Now, there was yeah. a show. Yeah, Round the Twist. Round the Twist. Round the Twist was, was good. I used to love all that kind of stuff. But you're right, Ocean Girl, for what it was back in the day, the quality was better than half of what we're pumping out today. Mm. It's kind of sad. Which leads me to another little thing. Hugh Jackman, what a gentleman he is. Hugh Jackman... Uh, rode public transport in Melbourne the other week. Okay, jumped on peak hour. What fucking, a gentleman! What a gentleman! He jumped in with the plebs, yeah. uh, us regular folk, <laughs> and um, he rode the subway, like the the the, the train line down in Melbourne with right? John Q. Citizen. Well, he had a cop with him. They had to, oh, okay. to send a police escort. Oh, okay. Apparently, he was chatting with the the, the punters Jackman on the. Marshall. <laughs> he was chatting with the punters on the the train and everything else. Yeah. But anyway, he got to, to to do an interview, and they were talking to him about this kind of stuff. Yeah. And the interviewer said, "Why have you not played an Australian character in an Australian movie since Baz Luhrmann's two thousand and eight Australia?" Yeah. 
And he goes, it's because no one asked me. No one has approached me. to. Uh, he said, I'd love to play an Australian character, do a, a, you know, a smaller budget Australian film, something like that. Yeah. No one will approach me. And do you, it got me thinking, like, do you think that there's a number of, of good Aussie actors who once they get big in Hollywood or, or get a bit of a name for themselves, Australian directors or production companies turn around and go, oh, there's no way we'd be able to get him. He's a big-time actor. He won't look at us. Yeah. And do you reckon a lot of these actors, like Hugh Jackman, are kind of sitting there going, geez, I'd love a fucking, to go home and act in a role and Oh, it's like small. pretty girls. <laughs> they think they're out of their league. They do. They don't ask. Yeah, that's, that's right. I was really wondering where you were going. <laughs> hey, don't worry. Both of us stopped and stared at him like, pretty girls? Um, but well, yeah. R- Ryan, stay Quint- with me on this. Ryan Quentin has come back and done a lot of independent Australian movies recently. In yeah, the last no, couple of years, a bloke. But, I mean, imagine like uh, you know, I'm just just a joke. Imagine us getting on him. So we got this great part for you, Hugh, um, in in a, in a fan film. You well, know, the only problem but, is he'd have to get take second billing to me, Ginge. But but what I'm saying is, could it be any worse than Movie Forty One? He regrets that movie. Apparently, he really, really oh, does. I, I never it. did see that. Oh, it's like, a shocking. Film. Like like man, anything that we came up with would be less crazy than that but that's the thing why aren't Australian producers that approaching some of these guys maybe that's a wake up call if you're an Aussie producer fucking contact these casting people casting agents yeah like get onto them because you know what apparently look, you know, if you I think it's Jackman, something to do with funding and budgets but this is it Hugh Jackman <laughs> he's at the stage of his career where he doesn't need the money he could probably go you know what you want me to shoot for, for two weeks um, or something like that might not be a mate or for two know. days Whatever, he might just go, you know what, I'm in Sydney, Sun Sunday. If you can fit me in, right, I done. Hey, Hugh, we'll, we'll be filming next Thursday on a, uh, here in Toowoomba yeah. in a comic shop. It's uh, about a bloke that uh, wishes he was Wolverine, and uh, Wolverine walks in and buys a Wolverine comic. Now, it does, it does involve uh, you taking your shirt off, Hugh. Yeah. And uh, that's just for the lady factor. That'll get the, the ladies in. And, that, and, that, and that'll get Todd's a few sales here in the shop <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, that's right. But uh, It's yeah. a win-win, Hugh, and I'll tell you what. It's, our production budget is pretty big. We can't afford to get you some Subway for lunch. Yeah, mate. And and w- let, let us just say that last time we spruiked about stuff here on this podcast, it, got it came big. true. It got big. It and after got cast, but Hugh Jackman, I tell you what, mate, we, we can make sure your career goes up that next notch. You, know? you can come and act in one of our films. You know what? You could actually get cast as Batman one day, maybe, if we said it. <laughs> you know? In the, Are we going to hold him to ransom? We won't say to you until you come and act. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's hoping that he could be, uh, you know, maybe say 20 years' time, that he can be the older Batman in uh, Batman Beyond. Uh, you reckon? With young Terry McGuinness? Well, well, older. Who, who'd you get? Would you get Zac Efron as Terry McGuinness? Because apparently he's the hot new, he is the hot new thing in Hollywood right now. Efron. There's apparently uh, Marvel are in talks for him to act in a, in a film or a mm. series. Now, yep. uh, early rumour is that he could be being looked at as Matt Murdock Daredevil for the Netflix series. That's, that'd he's be interesting. Cut. Have you seen yeah, him? He yeah. is buff as. And, and to be honest, he's actually a good actor. Go back and watch that uh, that one where he's with old Matthew Perry. Yeah. That one where he goes back to being 18 again or something. Apparently, I yeah. Cool. I haven't seen Bad Neighbours, but he's good in that, they reckon. So uh, he, he, he played a good role, yeah. Did he? Did he? And, well, and, Steve's seen it. So. And, and while, while we're talking about young guys playing uh, characters in the Marvel Universe, Channing Tatum... Channing Tatum. He put, he put the word out there and said, hey, I'd love to play this character. You know, he was actually very close to playing Gambit in um, Wolverine Origins. Yeah. And uh, yeah, something happened and he got passed over, but he was in the, the running uh, back in the day. To be, so maybe that, thank might... God, you know, well, thank God he didn't because now he'll be able to have a fresh crack at it. And without mm. the, I, that was a shitty film, Wolverine Origins. That was a, I can, I, Do not get me started. I, I, I'm, I won't. I'm, I'm, I'm unsure whether he's got the acting jobs to pull it off. Who? Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. I think he can. 
Do you reckon he can put on that Cajun mm. accent? Oh, well, I guess we won't know until we see. I, I, it, it feels like a weird choice to it's, me. It, it feels like he plays himself in everything he plays. Oh, well, I've, well, I've never seen him as a character actor. He might say actor. the same about you, Ginge. Well, you he'll, know. He'll go, that red-headed guy plays as a red-headed guy in everything he does. Yeah, I know, but... He's got an amazing range. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> hey, I've made people weep with Tell you my what, acting ability. <laughs> I managed to grab on the Devil's Device the other week a bunch of digital comics. I'm working my way through. It's a bunch of image uh, comics. And uh, I'm going to have a talk about a few of them in one of the next shows because mm. um, I just want to wait until I get a few more under my belt. But one of them um, that I'm, I'm, I'm going to rave about in an upcoming show mm. is uh, Five Ghosts from Image. I'll tell you what, fantastic. I'll just give you a quick little brief thing about what it's about. Yeah. It's this bloke, uh, say, back around the, the 40s, 50s, whatever. Cool. Uh, as, he's an adventurer, like a treasure hunter. Ooh. And he's inhabited by five spirits. Okay, now uh, you've got like Robin Hood, uh, Sherlock Holmes, mm. uh, Dracula. Uh, wow. There's a samurai, wow. like a wa- samurai warrior, and also like a Chinese mystical man, right? Mm. And um, so what happens is when he need when he's in a situation where he needs to you know, do something that requires him thinking like using his logical side of the brain, yeah. Sherlock Holmes takes over. The spirit of Sherlock Holmes takes over. Yeah, okay. When he needs to get out of a certain fight or something like that, or a tough situation, mm. the samurai takes over. Um, it's pretty fucking cool. Okay, so it's called Five Ghosts from Image Comics. I'll uh, tell you about the creative team and all that in an upcoming pro- show, and I'll delve a bit more into it. But uh, yeah, check it out if you get a chance. Just, just like I, I picked up, read it on the, the digital device, the Devil's Device, and I just went, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. I think I'll grab the graphic novel of that. So sounds very much like Brave Star, the cartoon as a children. Remember that? No, I don't. Yes. Do he called upon Marshall Bravestar. He, he, he was Marshall Bravestar. He, he was a Native American. A Native American, Indian, American, yeah. Native American uh, <laughs> sheriff in the future mm-hmm. with a mechanical horse, and mm-hmm. he could call upon the... And the, the horse had a rad gun. <laughs> call upon the uh, the mystical animal spirits to help yeah. him in occasions. Eagle, bear, yeah. wolf. Just quickly before we wrap up the, the show, I just want to quickly go back to Days of Future Past. There was... I love the fact that the movie tied in events that actually happened in the real world. Mm. Obviously, X-Men First Class tied into the Cuban Missile Crisis, yep. but this one tied into the it's Kennedy has, assassination. The assassination mm-hmm. JFK. And I had forgotten about the, the Magic Bullet mm-hmm. uh, website that they had been uh, promoting virally months and months ago. Mm. But I really wanted to see footage yeah. of... And I'm pretty sure that website had footage of like him. archive footage. Yeah, archive black and white footage of him uh, actually doing the event, walking next to the limo as it drove past. Yeah. Okay. And I was I really disappointed that I didn't get to see that within the yeah. confines of this movie. Very true. I tell he did, what, he um, did some good bullet stuff in that. As yeah. a comic fan, uh, you might want to keep an eye out for Chris Claremont, the famed writer of X-Men for like nearly 20 years. He was Len- the writer of X-Men. Also Len and Ween. Len Ween, um, one of the creators of uh, Wolverine. And uh, they're both in there in the Congress scene where uh, Trask is talking to right, Congress. You'll right. see those two... Famous creators uh, make a cameo, so that's fantastic. And there, and there was a person who we thought was a quick little snippet cameo of Stan. It turns out it wasn't. No, I've uh, no. already checked. He uh, he made a cameo in the original X Men film and X Men Three, mm-hmm. but he uh, wasn't in X Men Two or First Class, and he's not in this film. So mm-hmm. there you go, no cameo from our beloved Mister Stan Lee. And and the, the the whole project felt like it was done very seriously and very. 
you know, it, it, it didn't feel like it was tongue-in-cheek or winking at the, at the audience. I, no, I really it was enjoyed, serious business. I really enjoyed the movie. Like we said earlier, it was a great film. Do yourself a favour, pop it on, check yeah. out yourself. I'm heading along next week to see Maleficent, taking the lovely lass for a, a uh, date night. And uh, so I'll, be, I'll give you a bit of a rundown on Maleficent. So uh, I can't wait for day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow, that's not far off too. Yeah. Uh, add that to the list. Anyway, plenty to come. I'll be back as in a couple in a week or so with uh, some reviews on some uh, image comics number ones. But in the meantime, that's it for Geek Speak Live. A thank you, special guest Steve Wilson, for joining us tonight. Thanks very much, Muchie. <laughs> You can see our stuff at youtube.com forward slash geekspeak Australia, facebook.com forward slash geekspeak TV, at geekspeak AU and geekspeak AU at gmail.com. Ginch, as, a, as always, always a pleasure with you. Thank you very much. Wake up on Pots and Pants. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. You've been listening to Geekspeak Live, Australia's number one pop culture podcast and web series. Stay geeky.